Welcome back to another episode of the Direct Ones podcast with CJ and Zoo. Take it away, Zoo. Okay, guys. So we just like to put it out there before we jump into today's topic that this podcast, as the name suggests, is two very direct people having a very direct conversation, and all of the views and opinions expressed in this podcast are just our own. And like us, you are entitled to your own views and opinions as well. So please don't take us too seriously, and always take our words with a grain of salt. And with that being said, let's jump right into it. Let's go. What's up, CJ? Yo, 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 Zoo. How are you doing? I'm doing okay. I had a really good day today. It's full day to myself. But for the past two weeks, I barely slept at all. I'm kind of going crazy. Damn! Sounds like you have a busy week, man. Yeah, it's been quite a week. Quite, quite two weeks, and it's only going to get busier actually. So, I'm just trying to prepare myself, and like whenever I have time for myself, just chill. Uh. Right. How about you? Sounds like you have a sleeping problem. Well, today I just had a nice. I've been working out more because the gym is open. I'm super happy about that. Mm-hmm. Lifting weights and everything, super happy. Mm. So today I went to, I went hiking. Well, hiking with a quotation mark. Well, we went to this hiking spot called Sungai Chiling, but it's closed. Oh, I've been there before. I love yeah, that place. So it's closed. So we went to Fraser Hill instead. So our wow. hiking trip became like a day trip. You went from zero to a hundred. I know, right? So much fun, but yeah, I'm just just came back, just had my dinner, and yeah, ready to talk. I so yeah, it sounds like you had like a sleeping problem. Uh, I wouldn't call it a problem. I have no problems falling asleep. I rather have no time to sleep. Yeah. So you have problem having time to sleep then? Don't you wish yeah. you have like this magical solution where you can just sleep? At a shorter period, but when you wake up, it still feels like you slept for twelve hours. Are you telling me that there is such a thing? Of course, there is. But let's tell me what you've been doing first. Like, what has your take been on this? Mm. Like, do you just sleep whenever you can, or what? What do you do? I just don't have time to sleep. That's all. So, what time do you sleep? Whenever I get home from work, or is, whenever I can sleep, which is? which is like, I don't know, sometimes past midnight, like twelve, one, sometimes even at like I I finish at two and then I get home at three and then I gotta wake up at seven. Ah, uh, so that that's how it's been and sounds like a typical yeah, I uni sleep, life. I can slowly feel myself uh going a little crazy and right, right, right. that's why I made it a point today to just book out my whole day to just do the things that I want to do such as record a podcast (laughs) so yeah I'm feeling a lot better now even though I didn't sleep much yesterday as well but at least I'm having some well-deserved me time now nice nice it's always good to have that yeah I'm doing that every day now like spend five minutes ten minutes asking myself hmm is there anything I can do to make myself feel happier today just so five minutes? Is that five, enough? Ten minutes. Well, <laughs> five, ten minutes should be enough for most people. You don't need an hour. You don't need two hours to do any, like, so much things. No, you just got to spend at least five, ten minutes to spare some time for yourself. That's it. And if you do it every day, it, it adds up a lot. Rather than just doing, like, one whole day and there's, like, boom, one whole thing. But then it repeats again the next week. <laughs> what do you do for five, ten minutes, though? 
Well, like, just, can you give me an example of things well, that you do? I recently I very I always do journaling, but recently I've been asking myself, hmm, am I did I do anything that makes me feel like truly happy today? If no, I'm like, hmm, what can I do to you know make myself feel happier, or what can I do to care about myself? So one thing I've been doing more is listening to music, um, certain music that I know that is comforting to me. I just listen to it for five ten minutes, and then just just chill with it. This be myself, just chill with that. Or another one is do some. I've been doing lots of drawings. I do been doing lots of coloring, um, getting more into my artistic side. Yeah, create more stuff recently. Lots of content recently too. So this is this is a just a few example. You don't have to do that, but um, many people have their own ways. I guess I'm kind of doing that already. Yep. So many people For have me, their like own ways to do it. Me like five times a week, Instagram, <laughs> well, scrolling social media. That's does not that really self care. That's not really self care. Netflix does that count? YouTube. Well, you're using something. You're not really in tune with yourself. What I mean is like, you just spend time with yourself, not using anything, not using like social media, not using. Um, TV shows or anything. Spend time with yourself, like spend time with your thoughts, and just like check in with yourself, and getting into the flow of doing things. I'm pretty. Okay. Sh- I don't. I don't think you've done like that because your face on the screen looks a bit confused. But yeah, I'm very confused actually. That's I fine, don't that's really fine. understand. <laughs> that's fine. You haven't yeah. found it yet. It's fine. But yeah. Um, Finding an activity that you can truly enjoy without any other stimulus is, is very is is very good for your body, in your mind especially. Getting in tune yeah, with what makes you flow. I'm more confused with the part where you say five to ten minutes, because like, what it? can you do five to ten minutes every day that can make you feel happy? Just five to ten minutes is so short. Why is it not enough? Like, I like you said, uh, find things that truly makes you happy. For me, let's say it's exercise, but. Five to ten minutes of exercise doesn't serve a purpose for me. Well, again, I don't know. Maybe like I'm said, just five ten minutes I, for I, me. Yeah. For you could be different, but for most people, five ten minutes checking in with yourself more than enough. Again, five ten minutes it could go up to thirty minutes. The five ten minutes is just uh, indi- uh, a trigger for you to start spending time with yourself. After five ten minutes, if you want to do more, fine, go ahead, do more. But at least you know, start doing it. That's Only more if you have more time. <laughs> so oh. actually, my my approach was actually this because like I my schedule is really weird. Like it's really long, and like I also don't even have time to sleep. So what I did today was I just like jam packed my full day. I woke up at like seven. I went to the gym, and I met up with a friend for breakfast, and then I went for a facial and a laser appointment for my face. And then right after that, I rushed out to meet another friend for lunch. And then I went and got a tattoo. And right after I got a tattoo, I came back home, ate dinner, and here I am. I'm, I'm recording a podcast. And right after this podcast, I'm meeting more friends for drinks. And I, I don't know, I, I, I feel like, I feel great. But at the same time, I'm still really exhausted like because I haven't slept. So that's that's... I don't know. I don't really know what to feel now. But coming back to what you said just now, when I told you that I have this sleeping problem, you said that there is a way for me to sleep less and wake up feeling like I slept more. What is it? Okay. So first thing I want to say is it's always good to just have the right amount of sleep. But there's a short term and long term to this. So 
you know, are you aware of um, circadian rhythm? Do you know what's no, circadian rhythm? I, I don't know what that is. Okay, so basically everyone has their own rhythm of sleep, means that the time they wake up and the time they sleep, the natural time of waking up and sleep. Meaning that with no alarm, what time can you wake up? And with no alarm or whatever, what time can you, with no stimulus, what time can you sleep? So that is your natural sleeping time. But then there's another part of this, which is your cycle of sleep. Are you aware of a sleep cycle? Mm -mm. Okay, it looks like you have a lot to learn. So sleep cycle is basically where your body starts. There's a few stages. I will not say everything in specifics, but I will only highlight the important part, which is your um, every one and a half hours is considered a sleep cycle block. Means that your body goes from light sleep to a deep sleep. And from the deep sleep, come back, coming back to the light sleep. So when one block finishes, that is considered one deep cycle that's considered a very good block of sleep means uh, that's the ideal time so usually what people recommend is or science recommend is you sleep in one and a half hour interval times meaning like if you need to wake up at if you sleep at 12 you need to wake up at 7 you're more likely to feel more refreshed waking up at the end of the deep sleep cycle which is after one and a half hours so one and a half hours which will be Interval, I mean, we should be the next inter earliest interval before 7 a.m. will be 6 a.m. So 12, and if you count one and a half hours after that, 12, if it's going to be one thirty, three, four thirty, and 6. So you feel better waking up at 6 after your deep sleep cycle rather than if you just wake up at 7. So basically, follow your sleep cycle. The time that I have to wake up, minus one, one and a half hours, that's when I should wake up. Um, you count in one and a half hours interval. Okay, so if I was supposed to wake up at 7, but if I want to feel like feel better, I should wake up at 5.30. Depends <laughs> on what time you sleep. Yeah, so assuming I sleep at 12, I have to wake up at 7. So if I want to feel better, I wake up at 5.30. 6. You said one and a half hours. Yeah, you count one and a half hours from 12 and see. So, okay, if it's too complicated, there's a website I always use. It's called Sleep Time. S-L-E-E-P, then T-I dot M-E. Okay. Wait. Hold on. S-L-E-E-P-Y, T-I dot M-E. So it basically helps you calculate what time you should wake up and what time you should... Yeah, refresh, feeling refreshed. So there's a guide there that tells you exactly what you need to do based on what your goals is. So it's mm. pretty interesting, which I've done it many times. It's really effective. But again, this doesn't beat a quality hours of sleep. But if you, if yeah, you just say purely you want to wake up feeling refreshed, this is it. Mm. Because if you sleep three hours every day, and then you wake up at the ideal time, it still doesn't matter because your body has no time to recover. So Yeah, exactly. Especially when this has been going on for like two weeks. Yep. Yeah, I don't think you need sleep advice. I think you need time management. But again, it's uh, unavoidable on your part, but you know, gotta do yeah, something. Cannot always cannot continue bad. for long. Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, like, as you say, you just gotta find, like, 
a window of time where you can just totally be on your own and like be with your own thoughts and just or you can just take naps can you are you allowed to take naps at work uh there's no hard rule on that but like there's just so much to do we can't afford to nap <laughs> how can you take naps well but yeah I mean, anyways it be, okay you could tell your boss it's good for your productivity long term wise <laughs> I don't call the shots at work. Mm. But yeah, sometimes I when I really can't can't take it, I just um have like a five minute shut eye. Mm. That that's what I've been doing. So mm. I guess you can say nap naps are allowed in that sense because I have done it like just five for five minutes, ten minutes. Try aim for twenty minutes if you can. That's the best one. If you're talking about like ideal ones. Twenty, twenty five minutes. Power naps. Those are the best ones. Mm, but yeah. again, you know, actually, the the good question is, why are you working the twelve a.m.? Is it even allowed? Why is that not allowed? That's too, Means you stay so in office until twelve a.m. Yeah, it, it's not unusual. <laughs> it is very unusual for me. Yeah, I mean, like we, uh, we have different jobs. So for my my line of work, it is really not unusual at all. It is. Unusual to leave at six, in fact, for us. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. But it's okay. It's just something, it's part and parcel of practice and it's something that we all already knew was going to happen when we, when we signed up, signed up for this life. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. But it's okay. I mean, like, I'm fine with it. I, I like my job, so it's okay. Mm. But again... You know, it's good to take care of your health too, which I hope you'll be yeah, doing. Yeah, I'm taking steps. Good, good, good. Yeah, because sleep deprived is not a good feeling, man. Anyway, it's not. what made you want to get a tattoo? I've just been wanting one for a really long time, and I, I haven't, I haven't done it until today because. I just had too many doubts and I was worried about how it would affect how people perceive me, especially when uh, I'm a lawyer and like I, I need to meet clients or even go for interviews and get, get hired. So I was really worried about that. But today I just did it because sometime last week, actually, some, something just hit me. I think it could be because I haven't been sleeping or so. But, <laughs> but like maybe, maybe. something just... I just felt really compelled to get it ASAP, you know. It's also because I know that I don't always have time and um, time is very important to me. So whenever I get to do something ASAP, I, I get it done ASAP. So I just went to, I walked past a tattoo parlor that I've never heard of before. <laughs> and then I walked in. And then I just told one of them and I said, hey, I want to get a tattoo. Uh, this, is, this is a picture, a reference picture. When can I get it done? Can you do it for me? And he just said, he kind of went blank for a while. And then he just said, yeah, you can. And then I was like, okay, so how? Then he said, just send me a picture and then we can just lie us on Instagram. And then he got me some sketches. I picked out the one that I liked the most. And then I, I just said, like for an appointment for the next week which is today so I went and got it done and it was actually quite fun uh, 
yeah, he's he's a really nice guy, really good service, and he did a really good job actually. So I actually would go back to him for my future tattoos. Cool. So for If, the audience listening, would you like to describe what you got? All right. So I I got a butterfly. It's with black outlines and um, it's light blue shading in the in the on the insides of the wing. <laughs> It's a very bad way to describe it. But basically, uh, if any of you guys know the band Blink One Eight Two, and if you are aware of one of their album covers called Anima of the State, you would realize that the lady who's on the cover of the album would have a blue tattoo. So that album cover is what inspired me to get a blue butterfly tattoo. But of course, um, it has a unique meaning that is unique to myself as well because butterflies, they, they come from cocoons and they transform from caterpillars. So for me, it means transformation. It means a new hope. It means growth. So... That's what it means to me, especially at this point in time where I'm going through all of these changes in my life, and I'm, I just want to treat this tattoo as a timestamp that I will always remember, and I'll always be reminded of, um, these tough times and how to get how I got through it, what made me get what made me um want to go through such tough times, just you know all this cheesy cheesy stuff, <laughs> yeah. Well, well, well. As long as it's meaningful to you, well, mm. I'm I'm glad that you surpassed the stigma and then just said, "Hey, I'm gonna get whatever I want and don't care what other people say." That's good. That's good. Where do you get it on? For the people who wants like whoever that's curious, would you like to describe where uh, you got it on? You mean the placement the place, of the tattoo? Yeah. Is it at the place where it's hidden or is it like where you can see it? Uh. Okay, so about the placement of the tattoo, actually, I only decided this morning because, like, throughout the whole week, I told my artist, I said, I I can't decide on where to put it because I was having all these doubts and thoughts again about how how I can hide it. But then today, this morning when I woke up, I was just like, you know what? Screw this! I'll get this wherever I want it. So I got it on uh, my left forearm, just before my elbow. So, it is quite visible and it is quite big, <laughs> but I like it. That's that's all that matters. Uh, when I go to work, I just have to wear a jacket. That's all. No big deal. So it means that you don't mind like people seeing you with a tattoo, your clients or friends and everyone else. Uh, when it comes to clients or like professional settings, I will always wear a jacket anyway, so they will not be able to see it. Fair enough. But. When it comes to friends, I obviously I don't care. I don't mind. In fact, I I like it to be shown. I see. I see. Because it's a very interesting statement. Because I know that tattoos are not very huge, especially in Malaysia, where the stigma of tattoos are still quite significant, especially among Asian parents. Like if you get a tattoo, you consider a bad kid. Something <laughs> like that, especially among the elders. Well, I guess yeah. modern times Somewhat now, but there, still, though. yeah, it's still there. It's getting like, better, lah. But it, it was a lot worse back then. But it's, true, true, true. it's still there. It, it's still around. Definitely still around because of the, I would guess I would say like, would you say more is more like towards parents or more towards grandparents? I would say it's more towards the older, older generation. Their mindset wise. 
I don't I can't really answer this because I never really met my grandparents. <laughs> oh, fair enough. Yeah, but yeah, I, I have spoken to people who mm-hmm. who also have tattoos, who are mm-hmm. also lawyers. Mm-hmm. Their parents and their grandparents are cool with it because their own parents and grandparents have tattoos themselves. Oh nice. Does yeah. this mean your dad has tattoos too? No, they don't. I'm the only one in the family who has tattoos now. Ah, interesting. <laughs> Means your kids will have tattoos next time. What? Means your kids will have tattoos next time. Uh, I wouldn't mind, honestly. It's, yeah. it's their choice. I gave them a body and then their body is theirs. As long okay. as they don't take money from me. La. You know, if yeah, you want to earn modify money. your body, do it in, with your own money. Yep. What if, okay, what if, right, your, one of your kid comes to you with like a full face tattoo? What do you think about that? Like it's their Post choice. Malone. It's really their choice. I really don't care. As ah. long as they they are good people, I I'm fine. Mm. So that's another interesting statement because the stigma of tattoo is usually associated with people who are more towards bad than good. Meaning they are more associated with those who do bad things than good things, like gangsters or like those big guys or basically the stigma used to be where if you have a tattoo means you're associated with something that is not very good so and it's modern days uh, lots of people like youngsters like you guys like you sorry you that they don't mind getting tattoos us (laughs) yeah well i don't have a tattoo so i cannot identify well like but you said youngsters youngsters anyways go on generation basically so like the meaning of tattoo is significantly different from what it was back then. But still, the stigma is still there. Because I have friends that they have tattoos, but they still hide it, especially at work. So it's like, I don't know. It's very interesting because when you go to malls and things like that, like if a person comes to you with a tattoo and asks for help, um, the general, the general receptor What's it called? The general uh, reception would be like, oh, okay. Like, less likely to help really? compared to those who just come without a tattoo. Well, maybe not for you, but because you have a tattoo. I'm talking like in general. I, I, haven't, I never had one until today. <laughs> yeah, I'm talking about like in general. Because you, you, don't mind, you don't mind the idea of tattoos. I'm talking about the stigma of tattoos are still, is still quite prevalent in Malaysia. Anyway, maybe that's my thinking. That's, what I'm, mm. that's my thinking. But yeah, like I, I do have to hide it, hide my tattoo still to a certain extent because I mentioned before, like when it comes to a professional setting, I will have to wear long sleeves and jackets, anyways. So there yep. is that. But that that wouldn't stop me from getting more tattoos because I know that I will, I have means to cover it out when I have to. So there's nothing stopping me from getting more. And also, uh, one more thing. Uh, I'm still like, you know, just iffy about um, getting tattoos on other placements, such as my calves or like, I don't know, just pla- my neck or somewhere near my ear, just places where I know I cannot hide, simply because of my job, you know, and also I am worried about how people would perceive me. I don't know. Like I, I know I probably shouldn't be thinking this way, but yeah. Like, what about you? Like personally, do you do you think I'm still the same person now that I have a tattoo? 
I know you haven't turned gangster yet. It's your first day, so we'll see. <laughs> but like in the past, because you have no tattoos now, right? In the past, have you or have you perceived tattooed people like as like a different race? Different race? Yeah, like just a different category. I mean, like different traits. What do you mean? I guess because you said that the general public perceive tattooed people in a different light. Yeah, I think it's really depends on what kind of tattoo we're talking about. I really now that I think of it, I really think the stigma only comes from the stick the the portrayal of tattoos in movies. Like when you see tattoos in movies, it's usually on a bad guy, or like yakuza's, or like gangsters. Yep. So I guess that's that's where the stigma comes from. Now that I think of it, like deeply. But if you're yep. okay, if you want to think about it, you know those like the rock kind of tattoos, those are like the tribal kind of tattoos. Those are also considered tattoos, but they're not associated with gangsters or whatnot. They're more associated with the root of the culture. So again, I guess it depends on what kind of tattoos they get. Or the person gets. Either way, I'm fine with everyone. Most of the people that have tattoos, as long as they're not like trying to kill someone or whatnot. Yeah, I feel like you know. I'm glad that the perception towards tattoos have changed, and I mean, I look forward to it um, developing even more because yeah, I do want to be covered in tattoos one day. I really want that. But the only thing that is stopping me now, my only reservation is my job and how it would affected because my job is very important to me if being uh having less tattoo means i get to keep it then i'll have less tattoos <laughs> yeah interesting maybe you can do- in a way document your experience having a tattoo in your first week and then maybe you can talk about it next week you can tell yeah, us like maybe. how you feel having a tattoo or do people <laughs> feel you see you differently or you know, what is it? Is there anything different before and after? Yeah, maybe it's interesting to talk mm. about that. Just yeah. your thoughts I and your process and your more. observations. Yeah. That's I also cool. plan to get more. I can't wait to get more. But oh. my my parents would, would disapprove. Has your parents saw it? <laughs> you know, Has your parents seen it? Yeah, they have saw it. I What's actually got it without telling them first. My mom actually how I announced my tattoo was I just posted it on Instagram stories and then my I captioned it as mom and dad if you're seeing this I'm sorry <laughs> so they saw it obviously and then they came home and then my mom just went show me your hand <laughs> and I was like okay so I showed her and then she just laughed and then she's she what else did she do now she didn't say anything much afterwards she was cool with it and then yeah that that was it and then she asked me how much was it? And then I told her, oh, it's very cheap. Don't worry. And then she said, okay, uh, don't get any more. Huh? I said, okay. <laughs> what a lie. How about your dad? Did you say anything? <laughs> My dad, he just said, why didn't you tell me first before you got it? But he was cool with you. And then I paused. Yeah, and then I paused. And then I said, I'm telling you now. <laughs> I mean, like, of course, the reason why I didn't tell them first is because they're, they're going to say no. And then what am I going to do? Listen? No, I, I'm not going to listen. I'm still going to okay. do it anyways. <laughs> Interesting. I, like, yeah, it's my choice. So I, I know for sure that it's something that I want to do, something I want to go for. It's, it will happen. 
So regardless of whether I ask permission or preempt, it happens. It will happen. So that's my logic. Okay, fair enough. But I am not recommending this to everyone who's listening to this. Of course, um, you gotta be good to your parents, lah. It's just that for me, I feel like this is harmless. It's, it's just a tattoo. It's something that I've always wanted anyways. And I'm, I'm doing it with my own money. So that's why. Like you said, but your if body, you, if, your choice. Yes. But if it is something that is so serious to you, you and your family to the extent where you will get disowned. Like getting pregnant. Don't, don't do it. <laughs> don't Definitely do it. don't get pregnant. It's not worth it. <laughs> what? Like I'm saying, like getting pregnant. Well, what does that have to do with tattoos? No, (laughs) just joking. Just chill, chill, chill. Just joking. Yeah, pretty interesting. So can't wait for you to check in on us with your experience having a tattoo. I believe it will be the same, honestly. I think... Well, let's not not jump to conclusions just yet. Let's wait till next week. Maybe it's going to be different, same, you know? Let's just talk about next week. And I think we should end the episode here today. So, yep. Hopefully, we can hear about your feedback having a tattoo next week. Yeah. Pretty interesting. And and so, then let's see if I still want more next week. Yeah, let's let's see if that's the case. And we're gonna end the episode here. So, thanks guys for listening to this week's episode. Bye. Bye. Thanks again for tuning in to our podcast. We hope you enjoyed it and hopefully we sparked something in your mind about today's topic. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast and follow us on Instagram at The Direct Ones Podcast for updates. We will be posting frequently as an effort to engage with you guys on a more personal level. And thanks again for listening to our podcast. Till then, we'll see you next week. Bye.